Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at Super Talk FM or wherever it is that you get podcasts from. We appreciate all you guys out there, our great listeners especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse here in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. It would be a little weird, Robbie, if Brupolo was in Abbeville. Yes, that would be weird. I mean, that, that would not make a whole ton of sense, to be totally honest with you. I'm not even sure how you would uh, go about making a name out of that. Abruville? Yeah, that's possible. I mean, that's, that's about the best I can come up with. Wherever you are in our great state, if you want Strange Brew Coffee, it's just a click away. You just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com, order it to be shipped right to your door. The holidays are coming up, guys. If you want Strange Brew Coffee for the coffee lover in your life, that's you got to go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. And, of course, it's a lot more than just coffee there. If you, if you They have great hot chocolate. They have great gifts for coffee lovers. You know, if you like funny mugs, then who doesn't really? They got plenty of those. So head over to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. Great name brands, great looking products, and, you know, not just clothes. We're talking about everything you need for the house, for the tailgate, for the car. They've got it at College Corner. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. You can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco is Starville's best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. Today is Wing Wednesday over at uh, Humble Taco. And that, those Mexican smoked wings, I talk about them every week. That is, the, the to me, the real definition of Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. Everybody loves smoked wings. Everybody does them at home, but you're not doing them like humble taco does with the Mexican flair. Arriba. I don't know what else to say. Anyway, whenever you head to humble taco, man, make sure you put an order of wings on the tab and get some great tacos and a great time. Every time at a humble taco. Well, a few days left in first responder month for firehouse subs, which means you've only got a few more chances to make a big donation to the Firehouse Subs uh, First Responders uh, Fund, which, of course, I'm sorry, the Public Safety Foundation, which helps first responders and has donated over $800,000 just in this state. So, I mean, imagine across the country how many millions of dollars are going into the community just from people eating sandwiches. That's a good deal, and I hope you take advantage of it. And I hope you also take advantage of the new Prime Rib Sub over at Firehouse Subs because it that thing is so so good. Had it the other day. Fantastic. Just just everything you want in a sandwich. Check them out. Locations in Starville and Oxford, Columbus, Tupelo, Floyd, Madison, Firehouse Subs. Robbie Falk, it is Rumblings Day. We got a 
Got a good, good, fair few questions here today, my friend. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Are you? I'm starting to get scared. Every, every single time we have a show, we anger people. Like they seem more angry than I was the other day. I think people are just angry, and they're just taking it out on on whoever. So, jeez. Why can't just let me be me? Well, now that's it. This is America. We can't let anybody just be themselves. That's not how. That's not how it works anymore. Obviously, you, know, you got to conform to a certain ideal. Despite the fact that these people are getting this podcast for free. Yeah, yeah, I know, but still. All right, let's jump into our questions today. Our first one comes to us from uh, Zachary Cooey, who says, have you all noticed that we may be possibly playing another elite SEC team coming off a loss to Tennessee? Possible. Possible that Georgia could be doing that. So, I'm, I don't know what's going to happen in that game. Yeah, I, if you I'm, I'm really like this second, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know which way to go. Like, I'm really torn because, I mean, I, I think that Tennessee is really, really good. Mm-hmm. But are they, you know, and, and they did, they got over a huge roadblock with uh, Alabama. But I don't know. It's just, I, I feel like Georgia's about to start picking it up too. So, yes. Yeah. I've Georgia, especially this weekend, I feel like the Florida game's going to give them a big boost and a lot, a lot of juice. And we'll see what happens. But yeah, it, it's, it's possible. It's possible that we, that, that could be happening. Also, what are our thoughts on the meeting at the Paul Field Rush that Clemson does after every home game? I, I've said I've, we had this conversation the other day on the way to Alabama. Yeah, I don't like it, but I mean, it's it is what it is. I mean, it's I, I weird just, to us because it's not a tradition that we're familiar with, but it's their tradition. I think it's far weirder the way Dabo runs down the the hill full speed in front of the team by himself. So do they do this? Do they do this against like? Every home South game. Carolina State. Every home game. Yeah, see, I, I'm not a big fan of that. Because, like, it's... well, I mean, the whole premise of rushing the field, mm-hmm. the whole, like, it's it's become a thing for, you know, monumental wins. Right. That's what it's supposed to be about. Right. So what you're saying is, and I get it's a tradition or whatever, uh, which I didn't really know about until this year, I guess. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is, you know, like, you beating South Carolina State is a big deal, or whoever you know they beat. Um, and I know that's not the the meaning that they do it with, but that's the outside perception of people that don't really know about it. It's just to me, it's kind of lame. But I think you know what? I, if I were a Clemson fan trying to defend it, what I would tell you is that every win is special. You know, every time you win a football game, that is a special deal. So we're going to celebrate it every time. I mean, I guess that's how they look at it. But okay, Dan, I tend to agree Mullen. with you. So, you sound like Dan Mullen. Ah, well, you know. Uh, Walking Bully, what is our predicted order of finish in the SEC West? Like for hoops? Or are you talking about like the rest of the way? In there football? is no SEC West. There's no SEC West in hoops. Yeah. Uh, maybe he means for football season. Oh, um, Alabama first, Auburn last. <clears throat> Probably LSU second, Arkansas third, and then the winner of State Ole Miss will be fourth, the loser will be fifth, and AM will be sixth. What's Arkansas's record in the SEC right now? Uh they have three losses. They're one and three. Yeah. But I think they'll they'll I mean they what do they have left? Missouri LSU. that's a win. LSU is a tough one. 
LSU, um, Ole Miss, Auburn, Missouri. They should be three and one in that. So you're looking at four losses. So I guess State would be ahead of Arkansas if they won the. If State if State go if State finishes four and four, mm-hmm. they'd be ahead of Arkansas. Yeah, because they beat them. So, so they State, would. So State, State would be. State, we're saying State could get up to third here. They can get up to third. They need to beat. Which last year, couldn't they have gotten up to? They could have if, third as well. If they would have beat Ole Miss. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> so. Right. Uh do you think State would have beaten Kentucky at home? If so, you're saying State would have the same record uh, as Ole Miss versus Ole Miss's schedule. <sighs> you know, we picked uh, when we picked the Kentucky game earlier this year, or talking in the preseason. You know, a lot of the premise was State has not been able to win there on the road, but State has not lost at home to Kentucky since I think 2008. So, if it had been at home, Sounds yeah, right. I, I think that that State would probably have won that game. Yeah. I, I definitely think they would have beat Kentucky at home. Yeah. Are they, is he saying would State have the same record as Ole Miss with the same schedule? Or yeah. Would, so, basically, would State be 7-2 and two right now? With that Against that schedule? Yes. I think so. Yeah. Uh, who is the – no, I mean, State would be 7-1. and 7-1. and one. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah. No, I I think so. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think that that's Georgia a Georgia Tech on the road. I don't think that's a big uh, big leap of faith or anything like that. So, yeah. All right, Brian McDuff asks, "What is a great sleeper entrance song outside of Metallica, Guns N' Roses, Pantera, etc.? Example: James Gunn. James Gunn's use of the chain pumps me up. My personal favorite is Aloe Black, the Man. Who's James Gunn? The director of uh, 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 Guardians of the Galaxy, right? He has an entrance song. No, but he like he uh, he uses like unusual like there there there's a scene in there where they where they play the chain and it, it oh yeah 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 <clears throat> on Guardians of the Galaxy right yeah yeah so um uh great sleeper entrance song. You know, from a Metallica standpoint, I know, like you said, you didn't want to mention them, but we talked about this on Saturday that Alabama in the second half comes out to Harvester of Sorrow, which may just be the most apropos uh, entrance song ever when you're talking about Alabama. Um, trying to think. Like, State used to come out to ship it up to Boston, and I always thought that was weird. That was weird. Yeah. I love for him the bell, bell tolls. Yeah, but that's a I think that was. I know it's I know some things, song. I'm just saying. It's one of those things, Robbie. To me, it's like it's tough to pick one. Like it would be weird to say. I'm trying to think of it just like a random ass song. I don't know. Ran run by a flock of. I ran away by a flock of seagulls. Be weird, right? <laughs> but if it, if it in the moment it might be good. It's one of those things. That's, it's difficult to explain. Well, it's kind of like the Sweet Dreams remix. Like yeah. if you yeah, yeah, if you're yeah, thinking about point. that, like that didn't really sound like something that would get you uh, right. excited, but right. it works. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, I love. Uh, I know that. I know this isn't football related, but I love. Um, CM Punk has had three great entrances. This mm-hmm. is wrestling related, obviously, but it's it's stuff that I think would be cool in any avenue. Oh, um, living the, cult of personality would be a great. 
But is that a great entrance song now because it's a great entrance song or is it a great entrance song, especially for you and me, because we've heard it as an entrance song? Well, what I was going to say is his Ring of Honor entrance song, which was uh, AFI. AFI's. Yeah. Yeah. That song, that that is like a, that's a really cool entrance. It's a cool song. Yeah. And then uh, This Fire Burns 2 by Killswitch Engage is really awesome. Yeah. All right, Patrick Williamson, longtime listener, first-time rumbler. Welcome, Patrick. In light of the upcoming holiday, please rank the following candy for trick-or-treaters. Sweet tarts slash Smarties, mini chocolate bars, regular-sized chocolate bars, to- Tootsie Rolls, Twizzlers, Airheads. Regular-sized regular chocolate number bars one. is number one. Yes. No question. A, if you get a, if you give out full size chocolate bars, you are the man. That Full-size. is a rarity. Yeah. But I'm it would to, obviously be number one for me. All right. And then on the bottom, sweet tarts and smarties and then Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls are, are not good. They're okay. I don't like how they, they stick to your teeth. That's my point. Yeah. And then uh, it's a weird chocolate taste. It is doesn't taste like regular it tastes plasticky. Yeah. Plasticky. And then smarties yeah. are just awful. The the worst. I don't like candy that is like a chore. Yeah. Like something that like, you know, like I said, like the Tootsie Rolls. Yeah. Like I I don't want to be like sitting there like really struggling to to get through it. I'm saying Airheads is is two here. I love Airheads. Airheads is up there. I would say say regular size chocolate bars and then mini chocolate bars because they're still chocolate bars. Okay. So we'll go that two. Airheads three, Twizzlers four, Tootsie Rolls five, Smarty six. Well, I, sweet tarts are ahead of Tootsie Rolls for me because I, I do like. You know sweet what? I'm tarts. not going to argue that. That's fine. Sweet tarts are okay. Smarties are awful. Smarties are they like the chewy? No, no, no. They're the ones that come in the little thing you got to like unroll, and they're like there's like ten, twenty of them in a roll, and they're all like the little powdery. I thought that was sweet tarts too. Sweet tarts come in the thing. Not, right, you, you I, know what I'm talking about now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That they're still ahead of Tootsie Rolls, I think. I agree. All right, that's fine. Uh, Logan Ledbetter asks, what is our most disappointing day as a state fan? Off the top of my head, the 2014 Egg Bowl was very disappointing. Yeah. Um, that would be one. Being in Omaha in 2019 when they lost to Louisville, very disappointing. 2013 National Championship Series. 2013 would be a good one. I, I don't know. 2013, I was just like so thrilled at that point. I was like, I, I, I wanted us to win, but at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, but it was still really point. frustrating. But, but 2014 like Egg Bowl, that. you know, we talked about it a little bit yesterday that, that, or that Ole Miss came into that game sort of beat up and hobbled, and, and I just thought, okay, we're going to win this game, and then we're going to make the committee say we don't get to go to the playoffs. <laughs> And it was just it was yeah. just disappointing, not only to lose, but to lose the way that they did. It is just it just wasn't a good day. It it was, you know, typical Mississippi State stuff. Yeah. Also, our favorite restaurant around Madison. I've really been up um, in Madison. Is the Trace Grill count? It's in Ridgeland, but you know. It's closed. Um I just haven't been to a lot of restaurants in Madison. Well, I mean what do we, I mean, around Madison too. I mean, you can talk yeah. about Ridgeland. You can talk about, um, uh, Canton's got, um, yeah. What's that restaurant in Canton? The, it's like a sea, isn't it like a seafood place or something? 
I don't know. Two Rivers? Two Rivers, yeah. Yeah. Or it's like a steakhouse. That's a steakhouse. I think it's okay. steak and seafood. Yeah. That place is really good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, most of it's just is stuff that you can get elsewhere. They have some really good steakhouses around there. I like oh, yeah, the Star. for sure. There's Ely's in local 463 out there. I've heard that's a good place. Bonefish. As a chain restaurant, that's a good one, though. Yeah. All right. Um, Where are we here? Uh, Lynn Gilmer asks, how can players change the mindset about beating Alabama when the media and 99.9% of fans don't expect them to win? It's a pretty easy question to answer. Our opinions don't matter. If you're relying on the media or fans to set your expectations, you're in trouble. Yeah. I mean, I would say that maybe not 99.9%, but the majority of the media and a majority, a big majority of Mississippi State fans expected them to beat LSU. Yeah. And they did. So that didn't work. Yeah. What what happens in outside the locker room is irrelevant to expectations, in my opinion. And on top of that, you know, we're told all the time by coaches and players we they don't listen that to out. the outside exactly. noise, which is which is not true, right? Uh, if you talk to players that have played sports and when they get out of it, they'll tell you that they read stuff, they saw mm-hmm. this and that. <clears throat> so I mean, that's just coach speak and you know, towing the company line when they say they don't pay attention to none of that. But at the same time, it's it's not anybody else's job to set the expectations for players and coaches exactly that's that's supposed to be an internal thing those we don't we don't have any control over that yeah shouldn't all right wade jones says if something is set for december 1st and it gets moved to december 15th would you say move it back to december 15th or move it up to december 15th you're moving it back right yes yeah Moving it up means it's on December 1st, and now we're going to do it on November the 15th. Yeah, which you would have to have a, uh, you know, maybe a time traveling machine if you do that. If you're right. Well, you know, it could be something like on November 1st, this was scheduled for December 1st, but now we're going to do it on the 15th. Oh, okay. So we're moving yeah, it up to November 14th. Yeah. But if we're going back, up. we're going back. Yeah, that's that. I, agree I can't wait that. to find out who in his family <laughs> thinks you should be saying moving it up. This is a conversation that Wade has had with someone exactly. recently. That, that, that is, I, I love when we get a rumblings question. That is clearly a conversation that took place between a husband and wife, and they're just looking for our answer. We, those we are, the, are weighing the, in. We are setting the, uh, the, the the tone there. Those are the, the questions that I want. Yes, yes. But we're talking about football the other four uh, days. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's get some of these. Let's settle some debates between husband and, husbands and wife, mm-hmm. dads and, and uh, sons. Things and so like on that. And so forth. Yeah, I agree. Brad Baxter said, what's more true, that Mississippi State is a bad team on the road on the SEC or that Mississippi State played two bad SEC secondaries at home so far on the schedule in Arkansas and A&M? Brad's very negative. Apparently, I don't think that, it, I don't think that A&M's secondary is that bad. A&M is actually one of the better pass defenses in the conference. They're, they're bad run defense. <clears throat> it's going to be, for me, it's, it's that they have played – bad on the road i think state is somewhere in the middle as a team i don't think they're a really really good team because if they were a really really good team they'd be able to go on the road and play really well Mm -hmm. but i don't think that they're just racking up wins against bad teams or anything like that at home i just think they're 
like a lot of teams, most teams, they're better at home than they are on the road. They need to find some kind of happy medium there and be a lot better on the road than they are. Uh, also from Brad, how excited are we for the Saints-Steelers game on November the 13th? Not. I'm not at all. I'm not excited about that. Should be one where like the winner, the time, uh, the loser has to do something, not the winner. I mean, I, the winner I, has to do something, not the loser. I I don't know if I can get excited about a Steelers game the rest of the year. I hear you. I'm with you on that. Uh, Brogan Fairchild, what are your thoughts on Welcome to Wrexham? And do you think you can make Robbie a soccer fan? It's a must watch if you haven't seen it. Have you watched any of this? No, but I I heard about it the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's really interesting. I just I'm not interested the, myself. The English uh, football pyramid is interesting. The idea that teams go up and drop down, and like the idea because we talk about it in baseball all the time, like how interesting would teams tank like the Marlins or the Pirates if they knew that next year they'd be playing in AAA and they're not yeah, getting no, any Major League Baseball TV money. That's absolutely just really interesting to me yeah like i i think that th- i think that should be utilized in other sports watching the the joy of the teams coming up and then versus the the anguish of the teams that that drop down is is really one of the best parts of watching english soccer in my opinion i would love to see like the like a team get relegated in the nfl down to like oh, or, if there was a be, minor league in the nfl it probably yeah. would be the mlb would probably MLB would work better. You know what else would is college football. You go from Power Five to the Group yeah. of Five, Group yeah. of Five down to FCS. So FCS what do you do? Division two. What do you do if you're if you're a um, MLB team and you get relegated? You go down to you AAA go down, or whatever. They got to send a AAA team up. So what? Like how would that work though? With the AAA team, would it come from that organization? Or would it come from another organization and you would have two teams from the same organization? I guess you would just have two teams from the same organization and they'd have to find a, you know, they would put the, because, you know, AAA has different leagues, right? It's not just an MLB AAA. Like there's there's a league, there's there's different leagues in AAA. Yeah, like different so, divisions. So let's say the AAA affiliate for, just use an example, the Braves goes up, right? They are in MLB now. You got to. They would replace the Pirates, I guess. I guess they could replace the Pirates in the NL Central, and then the Pirates would drop down and replace whoever, wherever the triple, whatever league the Triple A Braves team was in. They would replace them there. So if they're in the same league as their Triple A team, they're they're just in the same league. So it would be like the Dodgers versus the Dodgers Triple A team. It could happen. Yeah, the Braves would, would have to play their Triple A team. Yeah. Like the only yeah. way I guess to do that would be to, I mean, it, 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 it's it's a headache for sure because because in, in in English soccer, Chelsea doesn't own the teams that are below them, right? It just, it's just one club. Everybody's separate, so it, it works. I, I don't know how it would work for MLB, but it's it's an interesting concept for sure. I love it. Oh yeah, uh, I just I'm not I'm not a big soccer fan, but I I love that idea. Yeah. Also from Brogan, what do you think the spread will be for the Egg Bowl if nothing drastic happens before then? So, so we're saying you know Ole Miss beats A and M, loses to Alabama. loses to Alabama. I mean, you say they can lose to Arkansas. Yeah. So let's say both teams come in seven and four. Uh, we asked Bruce Marshall from the Gold Sheet 
prior to the Kentucky game, what he thought the line would be. He said Ole Miss by three. And I, I think I, I agreed with that. So that makes sense. They're at home. After the Kentucky game, I probably would have said Ole Miss by like six. Now, I think probably three or four is the is the answer. So we'll just say three and a half, right? I was going to say four and a half. Four and a half, yeah. yeah. Ole Miss it's is going to be favored, enough. but it'll be close. Yeah. All right. Uh, Colton Watson, this is an interesting question. I think you'll like it. Which of these things are dirty and must be washed after a single singular use? A cup only used for drinking water. Is that dirty? Do you have to wash it immediately? No. No. A cup just used for drinking water can last a week, I think. I use a cup. I use a cup that my water cup. Mm-hmm. I use it pretty much the whole week. I rinse it out every day. Yeah. But I don't wash it. Right. Uh, and then it gets ha- a good and then it gets like a good dishwashing wash like that Correct. I put in the dishwasher and it's yeah, a good yeah. stain wash. A towel after a shower. I'll give that a week as well. I use a towel twice. Twice, okay. I, I usually go like 5 to 6 days on a towel. That's a lot, uh, but okay. A shirt after a normal day. Now I'm saying yes, you got to wash a shirt. I only wear a, I, I wear a shirt once unless it's unless it's like a you know, I wear the a shirt in the morning and take it off at lunch. Yeah, and yeah. And then yeah. I wear I wear it twice. I wouldn't wear the same shirt out of my house twice. No, no. Yeah. That's got to get washed. Okay. Uh, also from Colton, would we be as sad about the Kentucky loss if Kentucky had beaten Ole Miss? No, because then Kentucky would have still been in the top ten. Yeah. You know, I think Kentucky probably. I think we've talked about this. Kentucky let, even though they didn't have Levis, I think Kentucky let Ole Miss beat them twice. Yes. They lost to South Carolina the next week because they were still hung over from almost beating Ole Miss. If Kentucky beats Ole Miss, I think they probably win that game. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, so you're not you're not nearly as sad about it. Yeah. All right. Last one here. We got another question about making sports weird. Pretend we live in a world where professional sports franchises field teams in all three major sports. You can cheer for the same franchise in football, baseball, and basketball, and the success of one may or may not even be related to the other. But they'd all be under the same franchise umbrella, like college sports. Which of your favorite professional teams across the three sports would you root for in this mega franchise scenario? So automatically, I'm out on the Lakers because I'm not cheering for the Dodgers. I would go with uh, Pittsburgh. So you're going to go because Steelers, Pirates. You don't have basketball, so you're going to be a Penguin. But it would be it would be a Penguin thing. The okay. thing I love about Pittsburgh is they're all on the same page. They're all wearing black and yellow, yeah. Yeah. and they're and everybody's rallying around each other. I agree. And uh, in some ways, like I wish I was a Pittsburgh um, Pirates, Pirates fan. fan. You and yeah. you and Joe Moorhead could have been friends. Y'all yep. are already friends. I'm just saying. So like, where am I going here? Because I'm like, I don't really want to cheer for the 49ers, and I'm a Giants fan. That's right. So do I just go um, with the Saints and not? It would be the Saints. Go Saints and Saints. Pelicans. Yeah, I think I think yes, that. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I could see you being a Pelicans guy. I love New I don't Orleans, know why, but I, I can I see it. Uh, what What else do they? they? They have anything else? They're, they they're don't have anything have, else down there. They're not going to have a soccer team. I guess they don't have soccer. They don't have hockey. So. That's fine. You know. Just basketball and football. Yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, let's move on into the rest of the rumblings. That's brought to you by our good friends over at 
the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. When you're looking to cook out this weekend, and I am looking to cook out this weekend, beef should be on the menu. Put it on the grill. Nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. Head to your grocery stores, head to your meat markets, head to your butcher shops, and tell them you want beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked Southern salt. And we have a Two Brothers Rumbling question coming up pretty uh, pretty shortly. Looking forward to answering it because I get to talk more about Two Brothers. Uh, but wherever you go, if you're looking to watch college football on the weekends and you, and you don't want to do any cooking, man, Two Brothers is a great choice. Plenty of big screen televisions and plenty of great food for you to choose from. It's in the heart of the Cotton District. It's smoked Southern soul food. It's Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products, great service. Every business offers it. Advantage Business Systems delivers it. And they've got the receipts to prove it. They have been open for 47 years. You can't stay in business if you don't take care of your customers, especially not for 47 years. So when you need new technology at your business, when you need a new copier, printer, laptop, whatever it is, call Advantage Business Systems. And then if you need service, you get to talk to the same person who made you the sale. You're not talking to a call center and you're not talking to an out-of-state consultant who may or may not be able to fit you into their schedule. No, no, you're talking to somebody right here in the state of Mississippi. The number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Tired of living the three-stripe life? Let's, let's, let's take a trip down to the road. Check out their collegiate collection. The best-looking quarter zips and polos available today. Great brand, brand names great products, and the type of service you expect from the Rogue, one of the South's top men's clothing stores. They've got the logos you want, they've got the prices that make sense, and they've got the quality products that you need. Don't live the three-stripe life. Shop at the Rogue. Andy Atkinson, with Halloween approaching, it's important for parents to check their kids' candy for safety. I recently opened a candy bar and found state special teams. (laughs) <laughs> what other unfortunate items could be found in Halloween candy? This joke would be one of them. That would be an unfortunate item. <laughs> Run for your life. Yeah. It's Mississippi State's kicking game. Ah, <laughs> uh, where are we here? All right, Rob Montgomery. With, was Will keeping it on the option and picking up the first down something we might see again and other teams will at least have to think about, or was it just a complete one-off? I don't think it's a one-off, but I don't know how often we'll see it. Does that make sense? Last year, I think we saw it like twice. Yeah, that's. I think you're right. We saw it in practice. We were like, ooh. And then we didn't see it until like week nine. I mean, here's the thing. Like, State could run the read out of this offense. Oh, yeah, they could. I mean, I don't and, know if they can run it with Rodgers. Well, I mean, who's going to be keeping, like, pull it out every now and then. Third and one, everybody's crashing in on Jaquavius Marks, knowing Will Rodgers has no chance of keeping the ball. And he pulls it and runs, and there's no one within 20 yards of him. You would, you would think it would work, yes. You would think. Oh, well. Um, 901 Stark Dog. Hollywood has a lot of remakes. If The Godfather was remade, who would you pick for Michael? And do you think it would be have a successful run in the box office? I don't think it would be successful because it would. it's not possible to be as good as the first one. Mm-mm. How old was Pacino when that came out? Let me see. Oh, he was he was pretty young. He was he was I'm young. Say 20, so. 25 maybe. No, he's young. He's older than that. Hold on. So, Godfather comes out. He was born in nineteen forty, 
And Godfather comes out in 1972. So he's 31, 32. Okay. All right. So then actor. I thought he was younger than that. I know he was fairly 30. new. Yeah. So right now, I don't want to be with the, No, no, no. Several years ago, I would have said like Ben Affleck. Yeah, but not now. Uh, somebody like that. I mean, he's too old now. But like Zach Efron, no. I don't know. That that might that might actually work. Okay, hold. Up. What about he's a little old. Adam Driver. Maybe. Maybe. I think Efron might work. Actually, that would be an interesting pick. Um, because you know he he did he played Ted Bundy. That's so, true. I mean, it's not like I mean true. he's he's played some kind of. Some big figures, I guess. But yeah, it I don't know if he can any... do the if he can do an American accent. But Richard Madden would be an interesting one. Yeah. Um, just trying to look through here. Just anybody that just there's nobody that just stands out to me. So, no. All right, you yeah, should I mean, watch. I think you would really enjoy the series, The Offer. Uh-huh. On uh, Paramount, it's about the making of The Godfather. Yeah, I, I had somebody tell me I need to watch that, and I, I guess I need to. You, I think you would enjoy it. I have so many things I need to watch, Robbie. It's it's just insane. I'm so backed up on things. And the, I, it's, the, not like, the, it's not like I have all this you know, work to do. I have the free time to watch these shows. I just don't get around to it. The, the pressure around Paramount mm -hmm. in that time because they were making that movie was really hard to believe. I had no clue. The like the Italian Americans, the people oh, within, like, like the mob, they were yeah. very upset about it, like making threats, yeah, things like that. And um, the producer, who is actually a Jewish guy, mm -hmm. uh, with Paramount, he he got on, he got close to uh, the people within the the Italian American organization, like the the guys that were at first like fighting against it, and he got mm -hmm. their blessing. Mm -hmm. But like Frank Sinatra was like really angry about it. Like it yeah. was a, it's a really cool story. Like yeah, I it, need to check I it out. I had no idea. Uh, let's see here. Uh, also from 901 Star Dog, what items do you have to have in your bread pudding to take it over the top? Toppings can be included as items. You know, pretty, I'm pretty simple with the bread pudding, man. You know, maybe some raisins in there, but you know, I like chocolate chip bread pudding. I've had that. White chocolate bread pudding. White chocolate red bread pudding is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, pudding I'm is not, hard to mess up. I, I'm not like super, yeah, complex with the bread pudding. Just give me the bread pudding, like right. as it is. Tucker Medlin asks: Are you more concerned with the recruiting misses on the men's basketball side, or impressed that Jans is able to get in the game with some high-profile recruits? In year one, tell me what you think. In year one, I'm impressed he got in the game. By year three, you got to start signing those guys. Yeah. Right now, not that big of a deal, I don't think. And mm -hmm. I mean, he was on some some really good guys, and it just didn't work out. But I, I don't really put a lot of um, emphasis in that first year if you're missing mm -hmm. some people because you haven't you don't have a track record at that right. school. And let's see what he does after a couple of years. Let's see, see when he has his play, when he has his players in there, he's able to have some success. 
if he's still missing guys at that point, then it's an issue. Problem. I always think back to Sylvester Croom. You remember his first recruiting class? He got visits from a lot of top, like Ndamukong N- N- Suh visited here. Uh, yep. Josh McNeil, who ended up at Tennessee. Marlon Lucky, who ended up. I mean, all these guys, uh, Ryan Paralu, all those guys, right? And you're like, oh, okay, once Croom starts winning, you know, he'll get these players. Well, he never started winning and he never got those players. So, well, and in fairness, that 2009 class was really good. It was good because it came off of his one winning season. Yeah. So I, I don't think he would have ever had a, a, a lot yeah. of success at state, but he was starting to recruit better. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see here. Kelsey Whitehead, what starters, contributors from this team do you not expect to see next season? With a favorable schedule next season, do you think State can fill those positions and take a step forward? I mean, just looking ahead, I don't expect Forbes to be back. Uh, I don't expect Buki Watson to be back. Um, I don't, I don't think Cromedy will be back. To be, or Randy Charlton to be back. Cromedy. Um, Jalen Green won't be back. Cromedy. Cromedy. Jackie Matthews probably not back. He might mm-hmm. only be have one year anyway. Then offensively, yeah. defense is going to be the the where the problems the are. The question yeah. marks. They're going to have to go hit the portal hard, especially on the defensive they line. They are. They are. Um. Yeah. Offensively, you should have almost, almost everyone back. back. Yeah. Caleb Ducking won't be back. But other than that, I mean, right. major contributors. I think. Most, if not all, that offensive line is going to be back. Yeah. Most of your receivers are back. Marks and – Dylan Johnson, I think, will be back. I, I, don't, yes. I don't know that the, the NFL market for him is is so high that he's going to go ahead and go. I think all the running backs will return. Yeah. Outside of Hargrove. Hargrove, yeah. All right. Jason Luckett says, Monday's show was glorious. See, some people liked it. And it was then, very he, polarizing. It was. He says, I just introduced my son to Weird Al Yankovic, and he's hooked. Rank these Weird Al parodies, and feel free to add your favorites. Amish Paradise, Eat It, Fat, The Saga Begins, Smells Like Nirvana. Amish Paradise, number one. I agree. I think um, Fat is two. Fat, Saga Begins, I think. Okay. E- eat It, and then Smells Like Nirvana. Okay, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. Well, I, I, I told you on our ride to Tuscaloosa, mm-hmm. I had the Greatest Hits album. For Weird right. Al. It was like that was like what we listened to on the way to field trips. We thought it was just the most hilarious thing ever. Yeah. Weird Al is a legend. I mean, way to put and it. now they have um uh is it Harry Potter that is playing him in the that biopic? I think you're right, yeah. Which is Kind of weird, but his name is whatever. Daniel Radcliffe. He play, he just played Harry Potter. Yeah, but I I couldn't remember his name, and I got I get him and um, Elijah Wood mixed up for some reason. I get it, I get it. A couple uh, of a couple of young guys in a fantasy series. Yeah. Andy Losick asks us how many more hotels to start will need to build as rooms for game weekends are already limited, and the new Cornerstone Sports Complex is also going to increase demand throughout the year. Well, the, the the cornerstone thing is interesting because I mean, how much is that going to increase on on football weekends? Probably not a whole ton, but during the summer, I mean, you have enough you have enough hotels during the summer, I think. But that being yeah. said, Starville does have a huge hotel issue in that there's so little supply; these hotels are charging four or five hundred dollars a night. Mm-hmm. Weekends, 
I mean, that, that, those are prices you would expect to pay at fine hotels across the country. Instead, you're getting you're having to spend that at the days in. So yeah, they've they've got to build a two or three. I think they need an upscale hotel. Yeah, it's just tough because you know coming in, hey, we're really only going to be busy, you know, seven eight weekends a year. Yeah. So no, it definitely is. But that I mean that's and that's part of growing too. I mean the yeah. the I agree. This the town is growing bigger, mm-hmm. and it can no longer accommodate, you know, what the, the, the people that are coming in. And I, I think you're starting to see some growth and, um, you know, the, the population outside of students too. So they, they definitely need a couple more, I think for sure. Yeah. Uh, where are we here? Rusty Shackleford. I'm sorry. Let me say that correctly. Rusty Shackleford asked. <laughs> With as bad a coach as Jimbo Fisher has shown himself to be, do we not give college Jameis Winston enough respect? We don't. We all remember the crab legs and all the other shenanigans. The guy was a fantastic college football player. He was very good. Yeah. agree with that. All right. Uh, Maroon and White Nation says, first, yes, Maroon and White Nation is back. I was not aware they had left. Where did they go? Did you know they were gone? Did, Did you know they were gone? Uh, no. Okay. I thought they were were they were continuing on, but yeah. Okay. Welcome back, though. Hey, glad to have you back. Uh, second, let's say the dogs go eight and four with wins over Auburn, East Tennessee State, and uh, Ole Miss. Would your prediction be Gator Bowl or something lower or higher? Eight and four. I mean, you're in. You're you're not going to the Citrus Bowl, so you're in that Gator Liberty, uh, Las Vegas tier. Las Vegas is a choice this year. Give me Las I, Vegas. Las Vegas is the one we would all want. I keep coming back to the fact that State is like one of the few teams in the West that hasn't been to the Texas Bowl yet. Yeah. They're going to end up there eventually. I thought it was going to be I thought it was be last year. Last year, Yeah, I really did, but they ended up going back to Liberty. But Texas, Gator, Las Vegas is a good, good place to put yourself, yeah. Uh, Andy Losick asks, if you Mississippians call license plates tags, then what do you call the vinyl tags you get every year from the the DOR? What, what do we call them? The DOR. It's called Department you know, of Registration, I guess, to update the previous year's registration. I just say I'm getting my tag renewed. Yeah, I mean that's how I put it. Well, I say I'm getting a sticker. Okay, you know and, that what you what, and then the I sticker say, that you put on your tag is that what he's saying? Yeah. So when I when that when the the notice comes in, I say I oh, I got to get my tag renewed. I don't. I don't refer to the, the 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 sticker as anything. I just get my tag renewed. That's how I do it. Anyway. Yep. Rob Montgomery with an interesting question: Seeing Greg Byrne next to Sly Croom for the recognition of the field made me think: Was there any ill will between them from '08? And if so, how long did it take to repair that relationship? I thought they looked a little frosty out there on the field. To be totally honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know that there was there was some bad blood there, mm-hmm. and it it was really kind of weird to to see them standing next to each other. But you know, time heals wounds. You're not wrong. What on earth? What? Um, there's a picture of Brandon Walker on the Twitter right now. Perhaps you should look at it while we while let's get a live reaction. Casey Smith just retweeted it. Okay. We're gonna get a live reaction to this picture from, from, from Rob. Um 
I'm not sure where to, to go. I don't follow her. Okay. She just retweeted it a second ago. Let's see here. It's her birthday, apparently. Hey, congrats to her. Oh my God. <laughs> what? What? What is what? That's an Anna dress, isn't it? I don't know what it is. That's what is that happening? Anna from Frozen. That's the dress that he's got on there. What is? I also think his hair is green. Does he have HBK socks on? Let's have a look. No shirt. He's wearing a. He is wearing some kind of, HBK socks. Some and he's kind of headband. Some kind of headband with some green, like fluffy things on it, and then some kind of. Uh, That's an Anna dress from Frozen. Um, uh, what what is happening? What is this for? Halloween? I don't know. I don't know what's oh, going on there. Very interesting. All right. Congrats to Brandon. This is getting, getting paid a lot of money, so I, yeah. I mean, whatever. John Carpenter asks us, with Halloween Monday, what is your favorite horror movie or mo- movie you normally watch during October? Does one ever get too old for horror movies? I think it's interesting that somebody named John Carpenter is asking uh, us about, I, about horror I movies. I was about to say, it would be one of your movies, John. Yeah. Uh, no. I, I, I don't go out of my way to watch horror movies. My favorite of all time is The Shining. Very good. Um, my favorite is probably it. It's a good one. I, lo- I love Stephen King stuff, but um, Halloween. So there's a prequel coming. There's a prequel to it. Yeah, it's a couple years away. That's going to be on HBO Max, but there, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's a series or if it's a movie. But is it like a is it like a prequel about Pennywise? Yeah, or? it's called Welcome to Dairy. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, check it out. It's going to be incredible. Um, Halloween is probably my my answer for for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I, I just love that. Rob Zombie's Halloween is good. Really good. I love the original Halloween, mm-hmm. and then um, Halloween Two, and then mm-hmm. you had you know you had the weird. I, I don't know what happened in between there when they did the oh, Halloween silver, Three, the Silver Season Shamrock. Of the Witch. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what happened there with that one, where you put the you put the pumpkin on your face and it like turns you into turned into bugs. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. But and then they and then they uh, they went off in a different direction with Jamie and I mean, yeah. not, is it Jamie? Jamie Lee Curtis? No, her niece wasn't her niece or something. Oh, I don't remember all that. It's like the fourth and fifth. Yeah, and sixth one, whatever. I can't remember. Yeah, I think it's Jamie was her name, but okay. No, I love the Halloween series. It it goes off in different directions along the way, but and the the latest, the final one, apparently it's the final one. Halloween ends. I thought was 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 good. I had no issues with it. I saw some people saying that they'll never get that time back or whatever, but it was fine. I thought it was good. Uh, where are we? Sheldon Nations ask us if you could only have potatoes cooked one way the rest of your life, what would it be? Hmm, that's a good question. Uh, I love a good baked potato with a steak, mm-hmm. but I think it's probably going to be mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes, yeah, because I, I want mashed potatoes but, and gravy. I mean, you can not French you can fries. Do a, you can do a bad job with. Well, I yeah, I guess I didn't even think about that. French fries is probably going to be the. I was say French fries would probably be your answer, is what I thought. So. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back on that and go. For, I want to say French potatoes. fries. Yeah, French fries. Uh, Jay in Baltimore, I continue to love to watch Peyton and Eli do the Monday Night Football show. What duo would you like to see host those shows? They did it for MLB and the NBA. 
NBA has already sort of got it. They just don't do it the same way. But Charles Barkley and Shaq are fantastic on on inside the NBA. So that's who I would pick. Yeah. No, I love that. And then M- MLB, that would be interesting because MLB is such a slow-paced thing that you know you'd get a lot of conversation. Um, but like, who's who's you know? I don't know. I don't know who who I would pick there. Like, I'm trying to think of who, who's funny. So I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Paul Barrett asks us. Do the Mike Leach antics play well with recruits? Like our 17 and 18 year old guys hearing these rants about fat little girlfriends and dinosaur arms and saying, that's the reason I want to play for that guy. No, no, they, they'll probably laugh at it mm-hmm. if anything, but yeah. they, they play for Mike Leach because they think, you know, especially on the offensive side, they get to throw the ball a lot. If you're a quarterback or a receiver, you know, and if you're on defense for Mississippi state, you know, you get to play in an aggressive scheme. You get to play in the SEC. Yeah, but I, I, I'll, to that to that end, though, Robbie, I think you'd agree. I don't think what a coach says in a press conference affects recruiting at all. It doesn't matter which the coach is. Yeah. Like, like Saban's not out there. You know, recruits aren't saying, man, I like what Nick Saban said in that press conference. No, I doubt many recruits are sitting down and watching a 20-minute press conference. Right. But the <clears throat> they'll hear from him when he comes to their house and yeah. talks to their family and stuff. That's where you win recruits a lot of times. Uh, the next question is just too hard, Paul. It's just too much. We're moving on. All right, I'm not going to answer this question because it's not locked. But this is the an example of a dumb question, guys. I just want to I just want to give this to you so you know not what what not to do. It comes from Bill, who says, "What is state's all time record in by weeks?" So what Bill is asking me and Robbie to do there is to go through 120-plus years of Mississippi State football and give you the record week by week. So this is their record all time on the week of September the 27th. This is the week. Are you serious? You really think we're going to do that? You really think we have the time? Even if I did research for these, in which we don't, we just sit down and answer them. How much time would it take me to go through every week of Mississippi State football ever? I don't even see this question. It's because it's somebody I know you have muted. Oh, okay. So so we'll move forward. Uh, Drew Fiorinelli, growing up in the Delta, exposure to the non-traditional sports were fairly limited. What are two two or three other sports? Hold on. What are two or three other sports I think he's asking would we like to have participated in had they been available growing up? For me, hockey, rugby, and wrestling would have been fun to try. If, if amateur wrestling had been available at my high school, I would have I would have gone out for it. I wish there would have been a male volleyball team. Really? Well, you got the height. Yeah, yeah that would have been a good spot for you. Because we, we played beach volleyball when I was in uh, junior college. Mm-hmm. We would sit out there for hours and play like tournaments and stuff. And I just I loved it. Okay. I think I think I would be fairly decent at volleyball. All right. Kurt asks, in the past, there's a TV show called Wife Swap, where wives swap families for two weeks. Which one of you would be the best at adapting to the new rules that your co-host's wife would bring around how to parent, socialize, and run the household? I think you would be better at with my wife than I would be with yours. Yes. 
Really? I can adapt. I can adapt to people more. Yeah, I don't I'm, think you I'm, can. You're kind of like stuck in, the in your ways. Yes, no, you got to have things exactly I like agree. you want them. I'm like that in a lot of ways too. But I agree. You more so. Alexandra Watson. I heard that you can bake pot into a cheesecake. Is this just me, or is this a surefire way to get someone to eat an entire cheesecake? I would imagine. Yeah, you start getting into that. Yeah. I mean, I've heard of pot brownie, so pot cheesecake doesn't seem like a, a big deal. No, I'm pretty sure you can do that with... I put it in anything. Most yeah. stuff, yeah. You sprinkle it on a taco. Just tell them it's oregano. <laughs> uh, Keep us right. On a scale of 1 to 10, how excited are you guys about the men's and women's basketball season? I'd say for the guys, like a 6, and for the women, an 8 for me. That's about right. I'll drop the guys down to about a five. Just yeah, I, because, I don't know what to expect from them this year. But the women, yeah. I expect to be in tournament contention. Yeah. Because my friend Robbie Falk told me so. Oh. Uh, Kurt asked, what's our favorite bar appetizer food while having a few drinks at Two Brothers? I mean, it's got to be the smoked wings. That's, 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 that's the A number one. Smoked wings are great. Pork, pork belly tacos. Good, I had pork rind nachos last time I was there last week. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Rob Hadaway, I'm going to College Station this weekend for Ole Miss, Texas A&M. What are my goals for this game? What do I want to see? I think you want to see heartbreak from either <laughs> side. You don't care who it's from. You just want like a crazy ending where one team thought they had it in the bag and the other team steals it at the last second. Preferably, I think, I, with knowing Rob, he wants to see Texas A&M steal it. Right, but look absolutely horrible doing it. Right, right. You You want Ole Miss to go... Not only should we have won, we should have won by three touchdowns, but we let them hang around, and then it cost us. That's what you want. Yeah. All right. Also from Rob, please rank these interminably long things. The movie Meet Joe Black, Leo Tolstoy's War and Peace, 2001 Ole Miss-Arkansas game, and the argument from Sunday's Thunder and Lightning. The 2001 Ole Miss-Arkansas game was fantastic. A lot of fun to watch as an unbiased, well, as an unemotionally invested observer, I guess unbiased is not correct. You were you were emotionally invested in that too, so that's not I, I, correct. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so I'll write that number one. The argument number two. I've never seen Meet Joe Black, so me neither. All right, the go. argument was not that long. It really it was wasn't. like five minutes. It'll be okay. Uh, Ryan Nelson, what are who are going to be the biggest pop culture Halloween costumes this year? It's a good question. You know, last I think year, on Tiger King, right? Unfortunately, it's probably going to be Jeffrey Dahmer Ooh, yeah. for some people. I've already seen nice. a lot of those. I'll take some pictures. <laughs> uh, Dahmer's a good one. Uh, I, I bet or a bad some, one. You'll see some Eddie Munson's. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Why? Why not? People liked him. He was a good character. I, but what am I missing? Why? Why is that? Why is that popular this year? Eddie Munson. Yeah, from Stranger Things. It was just. It was uh, just I in guess. The it, I mean, I just don't know. I don't get the like why that's going to be like the Halloween costume of the year. I haven't well, seen I mean, anybody from a pop dressing culture up that standpoint. Way. I'm just yeah, that's what that was. Somebody who was big this year. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I, I, I haven't seen anybody like doing that yet. You usually start to see some Halloween costumes pop up. I haven't seen anybody doing Eddie Munson. I'm just, that, that's just my thought. 
Uh, also, from Ryan, my whole group text has lost complete faith in Leach beating Ole Miss and making State an eight-win team regularly. Sell at me that we are wrong. I wouldn't say the whole group text has lost that faith, Ryan. Not the whole group text. Just, just most of it. Um, I mean, right now, I mean, like we said earlier, that, that game is a two, three point favorite game for Ole Miss. And if they continue to lose, I, I agree with Robbie that, you know, their, their, their fans will, will tap out a little bit and you may not have the most raucous home atmosphere in that one. And I think Leach understand. I, I, I have to believe that Leach understands the importance of winning that football game this year. I have to believe that if he doesn't, then, 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 then you have a huge issue. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens when that thing's over with. When I mean, we will either have a uh, well, we're going to have a good uh, thunder lightning regardless what happens after that game. But I was thinking about that. Like, how are we going to? I guess we're going to have to do it the next morning. Just get up early. I mean, we'll see how it plays out. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, that argument's be like you know one of them, two in the morning when we do that. One way or the other. Uh, Andrew Norwood, what's more iconic in a press conference? Dan Mullen's high pitch. Or, eh, or Mike Leach going off the rails at least once a week with a completely different topic. It, I mean, I don't, it would probably be Leach just because a lot of those things go viral. True. But but for us, I think the the the, the Dan Mullen well is is it still holds up. Yeah. Still. That that's that's been a bit for years. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, Brad Calloway asks, does Crumity qualify for a red shirt, possibly only playing four games? He does, but he's not going to take it. He's going to go pro. Yeah, I don't expect him back. Yeah. I mean, mean, even if he didn't, he would have the COVID year, so it's not like he would have to medically red shirt. Right. And then last one, does Coach Leach always wear black because it's slimming? I mean, that's a good call. (laughs) It's a good call. You know, you, you want to wear black. I'm making a mistake. I'm wearing a shirt that's got like around stripes today. That's a terrible idea for a fat guy. So. Oh, well. All right. Tomorrow's show, three interviews lined up. Coach Sam Purcell, Coach Chris Lamonis, Coach Samantha Ricketts. We will talk to them all tomorrow. Have a great bye week uh, conversation uh, about the other sports. And, of course, t- uh, tonight, as you're listening, on Sports Talk Mississippi, uh, I'm sorry, on Thunder and Lightning Live on Super Talk Mississippi. Coach Chris Jans will join me. So we've got men's and women's basketball, baseball, softball. We're going to talk about it all this week since we're on the bye. And uh, yeah, we'll do that. All right. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Hayden. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. I, I know I'm sexy. I've got the looks. The drives are cool. While I've got the mood. I said chill Up and down there is fine I'm just a sexy boy I'm not your boy toy I'm just a sexy boy I'm not your boy toy A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production